to a bonus episode of Prayer in a Noisy World. Um, we are coming back for our second season in September, but today I wanted to share with you guys the 30-minute prayer method that I've been using, and I'm so excited about. Um, I'm also videoing this for the first time because I thought it'd be fun to share on YouTube too, um, but I am so just um, if you guys know my story, I started, um, I created our prayer journal format nine years ago whenever I was pregnant with my first daughter, very overwhelmed with pregnancy and just wanting to go through that season right next to the Lord because I knew that I could not do it without him. So I created the prayer journal. It was an amazing transformation in my prayer life. I had joy and peace in a season that I was just um, on track to be very anxious. I'm a hypochondriac. I already have anxiety. So it was a season that I really thought was going to be really hard and really overwhelming um, in that sense. Now, it was the usual uh, levels of hard with a newborn and into pregnancy and a C-section on top of that. But the Lord was so faithful. It was such a sweet season. So I say all that to say this format, this method that I'm about to share with you guys is the second second only to create in that format the greatest transformation I've had in my prayer life. And I'm super excited to share this with you guys. And it's totally free, um, but it's basically the format that I've been using for the last month and a half. And um, it's I started with this goal in, I guess, July, wanting to pray 30 minutes a day straight. And for some of you guys, that goal might sound insane, you know, too big, might sound too small. Um, but for me, spending 30 minutes straight in prayer um, can be a challenge. It can be a challenge on my focus. It can be a challenge on just knowing what to pray for, not getting bogged down on just like spiraling into just requests for myself. Um, but ultimately, I feel like I normally can drift off to my to-do list. So the prayer journals have helped so much in keeping me focused on different things. But to, to pray for 30 minutes straight and to have it not just be requests, this has really, really helped me out. So um, let's see, I wanna share a few of the things that it has, it's done for me. And I'm definitely looking at notes because I wanna make sure not to miss, miss anything. Um, number one, it, as I said, it has keeps me, kept me focused. Um, it's made up of six different parts that are, you know, like loosely, you know, three minutes of this, three minutes of that, five minutes of that, 10 minutes of that. And um, the way that I've, I've set it up, it's, it's kept me moving through a, like a lively prayer time um, because it kind of keeps changing in these different um, parts of prayer. Um, it has helped me to expand my prayers to things that I know I want to be a part of my everyday prayer life but don't come naturally. Um, specifically, surrender and keeping um, different things top of mind, which we'll get to the format in a second, um, but but that's been really helpful to just expand my prayer. So if you feel like you struggle with, you know, okay, I can thank God for things and I can do requests, but it's, it doesn't go beyond that very much, I think this will be really helpful for you. Um, it's also helped to create in me a more eternal perspective. So many of the fears and the worries and the things that we struggle with are because we are focused on temporary things. Um, and having 
this challenge to have an eternal perspective daily has just brought about peace in my life in totally different areas, not just while I'm praying. So it's been really cool to see that. Um, it's deepened my trust in the Lord. Um, and you'll see this as I go through the format. It's also helped me to surrender my will and to trust God um, and to follow his will. Um, it's also helped me to practice daily obedience. And um, the, it's created this habit of, or I guess doing these things on a daily basis creates this habit of obedience and surrender that whenever other things come up, if, if I'm having a rough day and I want to be, um, I'm challenged with something that I need to do, those things are starting to come more naturally to me because they are a part of my, my daily morning time. Okay, so what is it? Um, I'm going to share the, the six things, but definitely grab the resource, the PDF. It will go into so much more details. Um, and it'll give you resources, how to get started. Like if you're if you're just wondering how to expand on this and what this actually looks like in prayer, it's really helpful. Just go to valmariepaper.com and you'll find it. Um, it should pop up or um, if not, you can search um, Valmarie Paper 30 minute method. And um, okay, so yeah, so the six parts are number one, adoration. And this is, you know, this is something that we have probably heard for a long time if you've used the ax method. Um, this is something that you've, you're familiar with, but this is so important to start our prayers with. We want to start praising the Lord, knowing why we praise Him and who God is. If we don't know who God is, if we don't start with this foundation, there's no point to praying. Um, well, let me not say there's no point to praying. It's almost impossible to pray. How do we pray if we don't know who we're praying to? If we want to pray with faith, if we want to pray knowing God loves us, we are going to pray differently than if we think God doesn't care or can't do anything. We're, we're not going to have that drive to keep praying. So start with adoration. I spend a few minutes doing this. I do this a couple of different ways. I have um, some books on prayer, um, like written out prayers, which I think we either have a resource of reels on Instagram with some of my favorite ones, or we have one coming. Um, but I also just go to scripture. I go to some of the specific Psalms that highlight um, a lot of praise. And we have examples of those in the resource as well. Um, the second one is confession. And I'm actually going back to where I first wrote these out in my little planner, um, just to make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, This is very impromptu, you can tell. Um, okay, so second part is confession. And the reason we go here next is because having unconfessed sin hinders our conversation with the Lord. It doesn't, it doesn't um, hinder our salvation or push us away like that, but it does block our fellowship with Him. And so we, we, we go here next. After we realize, we remember who God is and that He's worthy of our trust, that He's worthy of us coming to him and confessing our vulnerability, um, we confess our sins to him. And, you know, spend a few minutes just being very honest, asking God to search our hearts. And we actually just shared a blog post on what this looks like to have the Lord search our hearts. So feel free to find that on the blog. That'll be a helpful resource as well. Um, but spend a few minutes doing that. 
Um, the third part is surrender. And this is something that maybe it has not been a part of your prayers before. It's not, you know, typically like the ax method or anything like that. But this was something that I knew was necessary for my prayers because I don't want to pray prayers based on what Val wants. Um, I really want to surrender my will to his um, whenever I, the request part is next. So before I start making requests, I want to make sure that my heart is surrendered to him. And there's a quote by, um, oh goodness, I'm going to forget his name. Oh, I have it in the PDF. Um, but he, he shares a quote about um, praying as if you have no will of your own. Like, don't, don't, not praying anything without that being that first step of praying. Uh, I'm twisting my words, but surrendering our will so that we do not have our own will. And that sounds maybe kind of scary. But if we start with that adoration and we, we remember that God is so worthy of our trust, we can do that. So the way that I spend time doing this is I remember verses like, you know, um, God's ways are higher than my ways. Do not trust, lean on your own understanding. Um, I just had some other ones that I made note of. Um, Matthew 7, 9 through 11 and Romans 11, 33 through 36. Um but this is just an opportunity to remind ourselves why we can trust God, why his plan is better than anything that we have, and why as we bring these requests to him, if we are not seeing God work in them, we know that we can still trust him. The no's that we might get or the weights that we might get from God don't mean that it's a reason to stop praying or a reason to not trust him. So this is just a really good way to get our heart um, in such a, a spot that we are ready to pray, um, pray prayers of request. So next, request. And um, the, this has been one of the biggest transformations for me. Like I said, as I do that surrender, I am still sharing with the Lord the things that I desire. He wants to hear our desires. We're not just close. We're, we're not just giving a blanket, like whatever you want, God do it. You know, that's part of the prayer, but we are still very honest with God and sharing our hearts. So I will share requests, but oftentimes as I do that, I've gotten my heart in such a spot that I'm able to recognize when a request is just purely selfishly motivated. And I am able to temper my own prayers like that and know that I want to pray for the things that the Lord wants. And, you know, that's good for a couple of different reasons. But the one that I think of most is just we don't have to be so disappointed in God because he didn't answer a crazy request that we had. We, we are able to, to see from the outset you know, this isn't something that the Lord wants for me. So I'm able to actually remove this request and not put this on God. Like he's a bad guy because he didn't listen to this and he didn't do anything with this. So, um, it's, it's helped me to pray more prayers in line with the Lord and to also put my heart in a posture that's like that for the rest of the day. Um, so yeah, been really cool to see that number, um, five. So we have praise, confession, surrender, request. And then next we have listening or hearing from God. And this time is just a time where 
Um, so the different portions, praise, confession, and surrender are kind of like three to five minutes each. And this is just very loose guidelines. We don't have to be rigid with this, but this is just to help know how the flow can go. Um, and so that you're not expecting yourself to confess for 20 minutes or something like that. Um, you're able to kind of um, put it in something that makes sense. So the two that I give the most time for are requests. I usually do about 10 minutes for that. And that might sound like, wow, Val, you're doing a lot for that. But um, my bet would be that for most of us, request is usually most of our prayer time. So this is actually um, incorporating all these other things actually means that we're spending a time on a lot of other things. So I hope that helps. Um, but listening is also the, the one that we spend a, lot, a good bit of time on. And I think it's 10 minutes. I'm not looking at the PDF right now. But it's for me, it's it's become like 10 minutes. And it doesn't mean that we just sit there and we clear our minds or do whatever people say in meditation. This is simply reading scripture, opening your Bible, and reading it with a posture that is ready to respond to the Lord, that, that is taking in his word and seeing what is he saying to me today through this. And this has been really cool because if you have our signature journal, you know we have a page that says, um, it says, God answers, but there's a page that said God speaks. And the God answers page is typically like what God is doing, but maybe the God speaks is what he is saying to us. So it may not be like an action, but it may just be like, yeah, this came up a few times. Like I've heard this in a sermon, a friend brought up this verse. Um, I feel like God's speaking this to me. So the way that this has looked now is that in that section, I'll have a date. Um, and I've been, honestly, it's been really cool to see I've consistently prayed the 30 minutes um, most days over the last six weeks. And I've gotten to see the Lord speak to me through scripture. And I've taken those verses to heart. And, you know, it's it's not very different from simply reading your Bible and opening your, um, your eyes to what God's saying to you. So the, I don't want us to overthink this and make us think that we have to have this huge monumental experience of, hearing God's specific vision of like, okay, I don't know, like we can take scripture and hear it and know, okay, I just read about being kind and I'm thinking, um, I haven't been very kind to X, Y, Z. Like I am hearing the Lord talk to me about being kind to others. And, um, sometimes it's more specific and, and it, you know, that's great too, but often it's getting into the word and hearing what the Lord is saying to you through it and not, um, not reading it too academically or too, too much to where we just see the text as something totally different or, um, not for us, but, um, but we're just embracing what the, how the Lord is speaking to us through that. So that is listening. And the last one is obeying. And, um, I also got this section from a quote by, um, Evelyn Christensen, where she talked about, um, Oh, nope. The quote's by somebody else. It's in the PDF as well. But um, but she actually talks about it too. She was praying with friends and immediately got up and obeyed what the Lord was telling her to do in prayer. And um, But there is a quote about the most important parts of prayer or what we do the 15 minutes after. Because, you know, we don't want our prayer time to just be so compartmentalized that we have this amazing time with the Lord and then we just walk up and do our own thing. 
And typically it's not that calculated. We're not like closing, locking a door, keeping God there. But often we don't, you know, we might hear from the Lord. We might, um, we might be praying for stuff, but it doesn't go with us throughout the day. So the obedience portion is simply a way to say, okay, what has God said to me today? And what does that look like to walk, to get up and decide to obey? And this is a really cool thing because even if there's not like a specific, a specific thing that the Lord has said, um, okay, like, you know, if, if you're listening and you don't feel like it's, it's something super specific, ending our prayer by saying, Lord, today I choose to obey without us knowing what he's calling us to do is, is so beautiful. And it's such a testimony to our faith in him. And again, that surrendered will. So it's just a beautiful way to end our prayers like that. Um, but those are the six parts. It has been so sweet to my prayer time, and I pray that it will be beautiful to you as well. Like I said, grab the resource because it'll walk you through specific ways to incorporate different things, um, ways to get started. If you're just still not sure what exactly all that means, it'll be very helpful to you. You can find it at valmariepaper.com. But um, thank you so much for listening, and I hope this was helpful. And we will be back with Prayers in a Noisy World podcast very soon. I think it's early September. So thank you, guys.